0: Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. MoneyFM FM eighty nine point three. Good morning. It is the breakfast huddle with Elie Danker, Barrie Jugdition Ryan Huang. It's time now for why it matters.
1: Going to be looking at reinventing and strengthening the region's healthcare systems, and I think COVID nineteen and the Omicron variant outbreak have shown that this really needs to be done. Healthcare systems across the globe will indeed have to urgently adapt and strengthen research and HR capabilities as well.
0: Southeast Asia is one of the top three regions with the highest number of COVID nineteen cases. Globally, in addition, rapidly changing lifestyles and a fast growing aging population in the region have also led to a surge in chronic conditions such as cardiovascular disease, multiple uh, sort of conditions with cancer as well in the MEGs. Asia accounts for half the burden of cancer worldwide. Would you believe that?
1: Mm, That is a startling figure indeed. And against this backdrop, healthcare startups are now expected to play an increasingly pivotal role in supporting healthcare systems. And not just the systems, the professionals as well. All
0: right, let's find out more about how uh, the region's healthcare systems can be sort of reinvented moving forward. We have Anish Sate, who is the CEO and co-founder of Curative on the line. Anish, good morning. How are you? Hi, good. Yeah, hi, good morning. I'm doing well. Very interesting, this, this thing that you have, this, this Curative thing. Um, it is an AI-powered solution to help doctors analyze both microscopy images and text from patient data. Tell us a little bit more about how it works. Yeah, absolutely and now basically
2: whenever a cancer patient has to get like confirmatory like a diagnosis the the doctor like normally analyzes the, the patient's images and and like samples like, under a microscope and what we actually do is we use like deep learning and we can identify features uh, which can then, then help the doctor do their work much faster and one example of this is so, so suppose you have to like uh, uh, i will mean, like, like the proportion of abnormal and normal cells, these will then, like normally need the doctor to count millions of cells. But in our case, uh, what could take them like, like ours, we can do it in like a few minutes.
1: Mm. Tell us more about what goes into this, because generally there is a focus on genomic sequencing and, of course, sentinel surveillance, isn't there? Things like that to improve diagnostics across the world. And I know it must be a very competitive landscape. So as you're thinking of solutions that help to accelerate processes the way you just described, what exactly goes into the whole R&D portion of it and the development at the end of the day?
2: Sure, sure. Absolutely. And so. As you said, there are multiple methods uh, by which, like a patient, like diagnosis can be confirmed, and most of these, like solutions, are like complementary. Now, in our case, we specifically focus on the histopathology uh, aspect of things and this is, gives the, the doctor information about both uh, like the structural as well as like the cellular information about, about what's wrong with the patient. On the R&D side, what we actually do is we have like, collaborations uh, with some of the largest hospitals uh, in Singapore and through these we actually have access to information which can help us train and this again like goes back to how you actually train AI and we use like completely anonymized uh, information and we use these to to build like systems which can actually help like the doctors really give the right answers
0: you talked about how you've got collaborations with some of the top medical facilities here in Singapore uh, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that process I mean what was it like convincing them to to get on board uh, this med tech that you provide absolutely absolutely I, I mean like
2: evenly before like covid was in the picture uh asia overall has been uh, quite, like, under attack by say things like cancer mm. and uh, there wasn't a lot of like convincing like uh, needed actually we 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 have had a lot of like, support for, from the local hospitals because they need such like solutions in the hospitals like as soon as they... Like, possible, And one of the main reasons for this is that the complexity of the diagnosis itself has gone up quite a bit. And so because of that, having tools which can increase their liability to to do really good analysis really fast was extremely important for them.
1: Tell us more about your entrepreneurial journey, Anish. I mean, this is a challenging sector and there's more and more competition in the field as well as more and more companies and startups come into it to make a difference. And standing out can't be easy. So tell us what brought you into it and what that journey has been like in order to stand out and make an impact.
2: Sure, sure, absolutely. I I mean, yes, I mean, a competition is a factor. And then I would actually say that there aren't enough like companies in the field, and as you said, uh, like one of the main ladies uh, is that because it's so challenging. And so I actually come to this from like a PhD, uh, like a background. So like I finished my PhD in a field called as uh, like mechanobiology which is like a mixture of physics and bio. And so I actually have all the mix of skills, uh, right? handling like the biological, like the tissue to do like the microscopy and then also like the image analysis. And because of this, I was able to understand the, the kind of pain that the doctors feel because I had that exact issue in my own lab. And so I was essentially able to extrapolate what I have into more of like a healthcare uh, space where I saw that, okay, if I'm having these issues in the lab, then if the doctors have the same help, then we, we can improve lives, not just of the doctors, but also of the
0: patients. Very interesting. Um, I would like to dive a little bit into the collaborative effort here because you, you, first you need the AI, you need doctors, obviously, but you also need the talent to be able to manage that. Where do you primarily get your talent, uh, well, in terms of the hiring process from? Is it all mostly based in Singapore? Yeah, so, so actually, as of now, like all of our team is based out of Singapore. How much but of a then, challenge is uh, that?
2: So the challenge isn't actually for finding the, the right skills as such. Sure. Uh, it's more about like finding like the right mix of skills. And uh-huh. so what we have ended up doing is we have actually like, hired like, doctors. We have AI, the like, scientists, and, and so like, that mix actually helps us achieve our goals much better. Okay.
1: Right, because you're not looking to replace the manpower with technology, right? I mean the technology works hand in hand with the very essential manpower that we need. Absolutely. And I think COVID nineteen has also impacted regional healthcare systems as well as the healthcare system here in Singapore in ways that were unimaginable. Based on your assessment of what's happened late recently, how bad is the impact? What is the magnitude of the impact that needs to be addressed most urgently. Uh, Give us some of the factors you think specifically that need to be addressed most urgently and how technology can help in this regard.
2: Sure, sure, absolutely. Uh, And so COVID-19 is a big issue here. Uh, As of now, there's a large backlog of cancer patients across uh, this whole uh, region, which haven't been able to go into like a lab uh, and to get all the tests done because like the labs have been full and so basically really by to by like 2025 20, or so we can actually expect like the healthcare expenditure to like, double and like for this is because all the hospitals are looking for better like solutions which can help to really like, bolster how they provide their like services mm. and uh, as a whole the the main areas where we think uh, that we can make the most impact is to actually help the the doctors do their job better because it's not always that you want to disrupt like an area like healthcare but what you do want to do is to really uh, like bolster how well they can really serve the public
0: mm. very good points you make there anish i, I want to have fun with this for the next minute or so okay um, yep. so, so join me in this one so you guys are providing these tech they're obviously a lot more people that are going to get involved with it and you talked about the right mix of people on board so in your opinion let's look 10 years into the future right what does the job of a doctor going to entail what is the job of a doctor going to entail I mean is he going to be part doctor part IT sort of guy or do you think it'll still have to require a mixture of specialized doctors and specialized IT people what's your personal take on this Sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, the the way that I
2: look at AI is that uh, like AI's job in the f- future will actually be to like, disappear. I mean, as you know, that there's a lot of like off of like, algorithms that even go into say like an online search but you don't actually see like, any of that. You just lose it. And while I don't think that the specialties of the doctors will actually change much, what I do expect is that we'll have really good good, good like tools in the mix mm-hmm. and those will make the lives of uh, the, the doctors a lot easier.
1: You know, I've spoken to several doctors in recent times, Anish, and some of them tell me that they are very wary of such tools because we know that AI isn't perfect either, right? I mean, sure, AI is taught by humans and <laughs> it it makes its own errors Occasionally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I mean, we know that in all contexts, whether it's in healthcare or other uh, areas, other sectors of the economy as well, where AI is used. Mm-hmm. So what do you have to say to reassure them and also to, you know, to explain that the human role never really goes away that at the end of the day? The human is still sort of the safeguard here, right? The person who can step in and spot the error. They can't get too lazy about it and depend on the tech. So there are some who believe that, oh, uh, we can rely on the tech completely. There are others who believe that, no, we can't rely on the tech at all. So how do you sell this idea to both camps, actually?
2: In the population, you will have like a mix of these views, and the right approach is like somewhere in the middle where where we say we are like an assistive like a technology and overall what this means is that like we actually have the most impact for those like doctors that are like new to the field or they like, don't have like multiple like, decades of like experience because our tools can actually help them. I mean, like, reach the kind of like, quality that, that like a highly experienced person would have. Now, like that being said, like, obviously, the, the doctors would be like, worried about the outputs because they want to make sure that that like, no mistakes are being made. And that's where uh, like, us being like an assistive rather, like, rather than like a diagnostic tech is much more important because we don't give the final answer. We just give all the information that we can, uh, which is hard for a human to actually extract and then that enables like the doctor to make a much more informed like a call and because of that uh, w- what i feel is that it to be either completely like uh, like dismissive or to completely uh, rely on the tech is a bit too early but then the best approach to to actually like, use this as like a, as like an important part of the tool set.
0: All right, we've been speaking with Anish Sante, who is the CEO and co-founder of Curative. Anish, really appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much for sharing your passion with us. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Yep, thank you. Bye-bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.